I always back myself and it's not easy. Um, I definitely think that I've felt a pressure here the last two weeks that I've honestly never, ever felt in my life the way it's been lingering on. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Colm is with us. Colm, good morning to you. How are you? Uh, Declan Rice to Arsenal. I mean, usually I'd be kind of a bit sceptical of a £100 million price tag. But I think Arsenal have uh, pulled off a serious coup here. Because I think Rice is the best midfielder in the Premier League. Ah, stop. It's unbelievable. He's, uh, he's unbelievable. And like, you see, you say stop to me, but I think... The reason he's you say that so is because of the Ireland. No, it's not. I think it is. He's super I think it overrated. Is I really, I think he absolutely has the ability to dominate games. I actually want more from him. The best midfielder in the Premier League. I would say on his day, Kevin De Bruyne. He's absolutely unbelievable in his position. Now, De Bruyne is a different story yeah. altogether going forward. I'm talking about a traditional, what I would say, a central midfield player who's kind of a little bit deeper. And for West Ham, he's almost been sitting in like a back three at times. But with this Arsenal side, like it's a hell of an upgrade. Upgrade on Granit Xhaka. I, I, th- I feel like because of like, the he is. Oh yeah, definitely an upgrade in Xhaka. He's I'll a brilliant footballer, and we actually have only seen a little bit of what he can do. He's not worth that price. I think he is. I think in today's market, like I was actually million. just as Davy was slipping out there, I was looking at like other players who cost in and around that amount. You know, like Usman Dembele. <laughs> Same price. Ah, I mean, you're immediately getting more ah, for Declan Rice. Do you know what I mean? Ba, 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 it's Qatari money, though. Jude Bellingham, similar well, price. Dem- Dembele was uh, Barcelona. From Borussia Dortmund to Barcelona, yeah. Uh, I, do think, I do think you can actually play Jude Bellingham and Rice together. Look, Rice is a good player. I think he's brilliant. We shall see. Like This is the bit now where there are no excuses. It's not like, oh, I've got I've to cover the bad... Uh, central defensive partnership and my goalkeeper is a bit flaky and my midfield partner is I'm uncertain who it's going to be week to week or he's actually playing as a uh, an eight and I need another six I don't know it's going to be very interesting to see there are no more excuses it's Champions League football week in week out and massive pressure so let's see if he Rice has no experience in that regard Champions League football I, I can't wait to see I mean look I'm not this is not a direct comparison but Roy Keane didn't have European football experience too when he went left Nottingham Forest to join Manchester United but he made the step up and this is got like the transfer fee is exorbitant but you get used to 100 million pound transfers now it was a big deal about a decade ago not so much now after Neymar broke the seal in you, 2017 you've compared him with Roy Keane there which means that you think that he could have a similar level of influence on the Premier League that Keane had I don't think there'll ever be another Roy Keane but yeah I think he can have a serious influence I think we'll be looking back a, a year from now at Declan Rice's first season and we'll say yeah yeah, yeah he, was good, he was a good signing but it'll be that's, very that's much fine. I mean, indifference um, I, I, like he for that price tag, he no, needs to have an yeah, like, unbelievable season. It, it might not be an instant hit, but that's fine. Like I can see him staying in Arsenal long term. Fine for like there was the, but it is though. I mean, if he if he gets better well, sorry, season the, on season for five years, then yeah. it's absolutely worth. And money. I think you, you guys were you were saying is he worth more than uh, Harry Kane? But like he absolutely is because he's much younger. That's the thing. Like you know, if you're signing Harry Kane, you're signing for two seasons. If you're signing Declan Rice, you are hoping that you get seven years of him being your star midfielder, and that. At some point in that seven years, you win a league, and so therefore it's like, oh, he was the centerpiece of our league-winning team. Yeah, I just pe- pe- sorry. People also assume that Roy Keane hit the ground running in Manchester United. He scored in his debut, and they won a double in his first season. But Brian Robson pulled him aside one night and said, "If you want to be a Manchester United midfielder long term, you're going to have to start getting much more involved in games." Because Keane was almost like a Frank Lampard type figure at Forest, so he was getting on the end of things a lot. 
and so he started to dominate the ball in possession so he didn't fly to the traps at all like so you, you, you're both making the assumption there that so Declan Rice they can pay this price tag because for seven years until he's 31 he's 24 now Declan Rice can be that midfielder for Arsenal that anchors the midfield to win trophies That's, uh, there's an assumption there of two things assumption is that Arsenal will, will be winning loads of trophies in that time maybe he can help them do that I don't think he's good enough to do that and the other assumption is that Declan Rice would have the loyalty to stay at Arsenal for seven years and he hasn't exactly exhibited loyalty in his past. Well, he stated his preference for staying in London. I mean, when a few days ago when Manchester City were in the race, it's well known that his preference was yeah. staying around. So I don't see any reason that he'd leave. Like, at the moment, Arsenal are the best London club. So unless Chelsea massively improve, he could go there. But that's about it, really. Either way, he's probably going to stay in the Premier League. And uh, I don't see any reason from what I've seen of Declan Rice so far in a very average West Ham side, like one that's struggling in relegation, that he still stands out as a brilliant footballer. And the, the, the only criti- criticism I'd have of him is that he should do more. He should have more confidence in himself because of his ability. Rarely seen a player with that physique have so much kind of technical ability on the ball as well and, and has an ability to dominate midfield. And I think at Arsenal he has a much better opportunity to do that than he has at West Ham. One thing I will say in a positive sense about him is that he he is good in the big games. Like I remember the two all draw where uh, was it? He could be better in the big games. Yeah, he could be, but he's been man of the match in in games at Old Trafford as well. I think you're saying that they're signing him for potentially. And uh, look, maybe that's how the game is at the moment. You do have to spend 100 million quid to sign players who have who have a higher ceiling than they're currently showing. And I'm just not sure what the ceiling is. I think we might have seen it. Like. Uh, to the point and somebody else is pointing it out like he has played in uh, Euros final mm-hmm. he has played in a World Cup and some some people watch the game the same game that I'm watching and they're like oh wow that's incredible look at these oh it's a cross between Franz Beckenbauer and Lothar Mateus I'm like is it is it oh uh, well, the hype train is is uh, very British media hype train no, I, you don't even need to do like what's it, Phil Jones is compared with Duncan Edwards like there's loads of outrageous <laughs> comparisons over the years but you know Rice just captain West Ham to their first trophy in decades he has the ability to be the standout player in the pitch and I'm not saying that he's going to lead Arsenal to Premier League glory next season or maybe even a trophy but I do think he'll massively improve their midfield and I'm really interested to know like Ger said there is no more excuses for him anymore. He's not hiding behind a poor side. He's in a team that's on the up with one of the best young managers around. And I'm fascinated to see how what he gets on. And I think £100 million for a player that age on a contract that long could be very good value for money if you break it down season by season and his impact. It's a lot of money for him, I think. I, look, I mean, I, I think what they've done is they've put all their eggs in the basket of him and Kai Havertz. And I'm just not convinced that that's really brilliant business at the moment now we can play this back at Christmas when Havertz has scored 15 goals and mm. created and Odegaard is in and out of the team because Havertz has taken his place or him and Odegaard are running games behind Gabriel Jesus and with Saka and Martinelli's not in the team I just I'm not quite sure how they're all going to play or if this maybe maybe this is strength and depth and, and uh, you know everybody plays half an hour and the cavalry comes on and the intensity with which they can press is higher than everybody else because they've got more forward players like uh, most of the big clubs haven't quite used the five subs in a way that so Pep frequently doesn't use any subs in the big games and certainly as the season progressed last year when the Trevor was on the line he had his first team and he didn't make any changes unless there were injuries and that's kind of strange to me I, I feel like there's 
massive value to be had in having world-class players who can come on and perform at the same level as the person that they've replaced for half an hour against tiring defences. And maybe that's what Mikel Arteta is doing here. And maybe there's some strategy to this that, uh, again, our tiny brains and OTBAM can't see. Um, I think the strategy is really obvious in there. He's signing one of the best players in the league. With, so in midfield, clearly. But yeah. like, what's the point of Havertz? Well, Havertz, I mean, like we were even saying pre-show, when Chelsea signed him from Bayer Leverkusen in 2020, there was a lot of excitement around and envy by other fans that this is one of the most talented players around. Like, And you look at the stats, they're pretty underwhelming for his time at Chelsea. Like, He'll always have the cult hero status because of his winner in the Champions League final two years ago against Man City. But what are you talking Like 19 goals and 7 assists in 91 Premier League games. It's all a bit meh. So Jasmine Baba has been saying uh, she's excited about the science. We, we might do a piece with her to explain exactly how he's going to fit and improve the team. Yeah, he's a good player, like, but... I've never really seen him be absolutely poor or anything but he can be anonymous a bit he can just get lost in a lot and but maybe that's Chelsea so that's the bit where I think they've overspent on Declan Rice the same that they've overspent on Havertz and it, sometimes it feels like teams who are just on the verge make these big splashy moves to keep everybody happy but there's a stink of desperation off it I think whereas actually so uh, the the young player from AC Milan Newcastle have signed an alley like is that not what Arsenal should be doing? Signing players at that level? So, or a Madison for 40 million, which is far better value than you could have those. You could have, them, you could have had them both. And Kai Havertz for the cost of Declan Rice. Yeah. And it's just that there's an opportunity cost signing him. And I understand that you think he's going to be a, the dominant midfielder in English, in the Premier League for the next couple of years. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm just thinking in my head here that the, this the final third for Arsenal next season could be pretty frightening if everyone's in form so a fit Gabriel Jesus up where front. are they playing Martinelli Saka Havertz Odegaard drops deeper with Rice and that's the team so it's one defender one one player well, you could have a, you like a deep line sure Odegaard in the style of Michael Carrick a deep line playmaker style I could see that working against certain sides now obviously against the bigger teams away from home you're going to have to change that up a bit but that's I'm a looking pen, forward to a team at the Emirates Stadium against a lot of Premier League opposition I'm looking forward to Rodri De Bruyne and Silva but that won't be the team against Man City that won't be the team against Man City but against three quarters of the Premier League opposition that'll be more than good enough to beat most sides then you change it up against Man City pushing Arteta a lot deeper who are you? you're the water boy even, we're not even talking about Emil Smith-Rowe and all of this well, like, I, it, look the Arsenal squad is looking very good okay. very strong okay. no reason that they can't challenge enough to win a league season. though no? Harlem Globetrotters no reason that they can't win the league again we didn't know, well, it's not my favourite transfer of the summer Ogbeni to Luton oh yeah 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 even so that's brilliant because we were very worried about the lack of uh, Premier League representation well, the expectation was he'd go to a championship club or Excellent. maybe abroad I saw the other night big smile on my face yeah he, I really 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 hope he's going to play I, yeah. don't, I don't know enough about how Luton played last season or uh, what position he might play for them but if he's going to play a weekend week out in the Premier League that's a massive leap forward for us and for him and I really hope he's making a fortune like because he totally deserves it the, the circuitous route he was talking about being one in 200,000 to make it the way he made it and um, you know you can see how we missed him in the games just gone you can see that there's like a an energy that he brings and uh, anyway yeah uh, look rather only just avoided well there uh, was a 20th last season um, or just just above that, so like he's he ba- we've still banging in the goals. Like Benny can score goals, and yet as we've seen in Ireland, he's such a good wide player as well. Um, 
so so exciting like that that's one of the moves of the summer from an Irish perspective definitely and I hope he's not finished a few more just a few more to go and we'd be like okay six or seven players in the Premier League yeah possible. Collins goes to Brentford yeah um uh, Manchester United uh, David Hay signed his contract thinking okay done deal and they're like oh the the ink is out my pen oh, oh sorry I can't fax it back to you because uh, this isn't 1988 oh, it's the same time he's been done by a fax he was I mean, supposed to go to Real Madrid in 2015 uh, but for a, a dodgy well I think that would have been better for Manchester United I think it would be better for De Gea as well, well I don't think so yeah, he was the highest paid I, I, player is he the only player to be have a comfort blanket at a club of that size for so long 12 years yeah. unchallenged I know uh, the the rumor this summer of Andre Onana seems to be gathering a little bit of steam, like sixty million they want, forty million in the United. Pay the money. Yeah, he is unbelievable. Yeah, I think if at they the really Champions League, it was like, oh my god, this is ah. Oh. If they truly love each other, club and player, they should part ways. You're not in there. Yeah, I think it's lost the love, it's lost the passion. I used to love those big, like when Van der Sar came in or Schmeichel came in. There's always the big, big name goalkeeper signings, and it feels like Avian Barthez. Yeah, yeah, well there you go. Avian Barthez. What a man, what a player ahead of his time, like Barthez. Oh, he <laughs> was playing he was out from the back. Oh, he was brilliant. Oh. Oh, he was a World Cup winning goalkeeper. Was, yeah, and a short oh, shirt. Uh, they won and the European Championship winning goalkeeper. Win in spite of him. That was one of the greatest. Team. You can't win in spite of a goalkeeper. If they'd had, if they'd had a decent goalkeeper, they would have kept winning. I just, if you ever watch back to those Premier league years it's always like it's amazing now you had that game against Arsenal at, at Highbury when he just passed the ball to Henri twice, twice. <laughs> what was the one where he let the ball slip under his legs that's the same game same I think same one yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that was when he passed the other one no but then he went uh, when he not made Malcolm Christie and Ferguson Derby County's just looking Malcolm at him not make them at right back not, he just ah nuts. brilliant nuts. Ah, but then you had the likes of Vander Howe and Taibbi and these lads as well Bosnich we got it we got it banter era yeah we're way way over Jar enjoy your holidays thanks very much OTB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now